guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast, and today we're getting into a little bit of grammar. Guys, we're going to talk about infinitive phrases. You know, when I first read this word, I thought it said infinite phrases. I'm like, God damn, phrases are now infinite? Oh my goodness gracious, I almost lost my head, but then I realized it said infinitive phrases. And so guys, we're going to talk about three today the perfect infinitive, the continuous infinitive, and the passive infinitive, all right? And then, of course, you'll be able to go back and look over some sentences, obviously available on my blog. So, without further ado, a perfect infinitive. This is used to suggest that the action took place before the time we are talking about. So basically, that would be to have. Obviously, that's an infinitive, right? To have plus the past participle. So here we go. I'll give you a sentence. Biologists appear, okay, not appeared, but appear to have discovered. Okay, so biologists appeared to have discovered a physical reason for risk-taking. So the little, small, short, little snippet right there, physical reason for risk-taking, see, that is at the time we're talking about or me speaking about. Now, the, of course, perfect infinitive, the action biologists appear to have discovered took place before me speaking. Pretty easy, right? Let me give you another one, the continuous infinitive. See, the continuous infinitive is used to suggest that the action is in progress around the same time we are talking about. So this is more easy, okay? So we use to be plus the ing verb. So this one's easy. We should, obviously suggestion, we should be trying to reduce risk-taking among young people. That's the suggestion in the continuous, okay? Now, with the infinitive, we should be, that's how you make it a continuous infinitive. This is probably something that you use on a routine basis also, which finds, which makes it just so fascinating because then you look back and say, wow, man, I use all these types of phrases and different tenses and I don't even realize it. Well, it's good to realize now because then, if you are a podcaster, or if you are a speaker, or you are an aspiring speaker, or someone who wants to develop their voice, hey, you use all of these, you start using all the linkers and presentation things and developing speaking techniques I've given you, ah, you will be the best. So, the passive infinitive. Now, this is a, this is a, it's a pain in the ass, okay? I'll put it just like that. See, the passive infinitive is used to focus on the object, not the subject. Remember, Rita wrote the letter. Rita, subject, wrote, verb, the letter. The letter's the object plus the article. But if we want to focus on the object instead of Rita, we switch the two, okay? The letter was written, okay? Now, I said wrote, so we have to use was as a, a, it's the past simple of the passive voice. So, the letter was written by Rita. 
or you could just say the letter was written. All right, so, so that's what it means to focus on the object, not the subject. So I'll give you an example. Of course, the little formula is to be plus the past participle. Very, very similar to the perfect infinitive. So it says this, his research suggests that the sensation-seeking traits, see that's the object, can in fact be inherited. I'll say that one more time. His research suggests that the sensation-seeking trait can in fact be inherited. So be inherited, obviously that is the be plus the past participle, and then you use can, and then the sensation-seeking trait. Now this is, again, the most difficult of the three, but I'm gonna give you some sentences and you are going to identify the difference in the meaning between each pair of sentences. You can categorize them as the perfect infinitive, the continuous infinitive, or the passive infinitive. So we have one through five, and we have two sentences for each, A and B. So, number one A, some adults appear to take regular risks. B, some adults appear to have taken regular risks. Now remember, you're going to identify it and figure out what's the difference between the two. 2A. Risky behavior is likely to be causing unnecessary accidents. 2B. Risky behavior is likely to have caused unnecessary accidents. Number three, A. Some people would like to take more risks in life. B, many people would like to have taken more risks in life. It's kind of crazy, huh? For A, without risk-taking, comma, humans would not have achieved so much. For B, without risk-taking, so much. Oh, oh my God, that's all over the place. Again, for B, without risk-taking, comma, so much would not have been achieved. Uh, I gotta switch it around. Making it active to passive. 5A. Schools should be taking greater care to teach risk literacy. And 5B. Schools should take greater care to teach risk literacy. So, with that being said, guys, the grammar sections, the grammar podcasts are all very short because it's a lot of information and some things that you need to understand. So again, if you guys want to check out some of the writing on my blog, it is available. And if you have any questions, you know how to get in touch with your boy. And as always, stay tuned for more. I'm your host, as always, over and out.